Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? That's a quote by Charles Bukowski. Now, memory is one of your six mental faculties, and that's one of the ways that you can live from the inside out. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So you're going to want to stick around. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to Rat Race Reboot. I'm your host, Laura Noel. And as a certified coach and former 27-year military leader, each week I provide bite-sized mindset pivots that will help you reset your mind, reawaken your spirit, and regain your control. Hello, hello, and welcome back, everyone. I love, love, love that quote if you can remember who you were before the world told you who you should be. Now, if you know me and you've been listening to Rat Race Reboot for some time, I talk about the idea of not shooting on yourself. So those are some of the things that we tell ourselves, who we should be, what we should have done. And worse than that, us shooting on ourselves is when we allow others ideas of who we should be infiltrate our our beingness and our self-worth and how we feel about ourselves and our self-image. And I'm sharing this with you because it got me thinking about our mental faculties, which is another thing that I talk about quite often. And it's the way that we can learn to live from the inside out, as opposed to allowing circumstances or the naysayers or the negativity of other people influence us, um, where many of us are kind of in this rat race, living from the outside in. It's like we're not thinking for ourselves in a lot of cases, because we're on autopilot. It's a natural thing. We've all done it. And sometimes we still do it, right? But you want to get to this point where you are living from the inside out most of the time. And that's when you're in charge of your circumstances, your outcome, and your, your thinking and your thoughts and feelings about yourself and the world around you and the context of the world around you, right? So, this is something I'm very passionate about. And when I was on vacation the last couple of weeks, my husband and I were visiting Portugal. And um, I had a really powerful lesson because I've been doing this for so long, um, really getting present with myself moment to moment to moment and teaching and training myself to live from the inside out. And so we have our mental faculties, right? Our imagination, our intuition, our ability to reason, our memory, our will, and our perception. And um, so those are things that you can leverage to look at your world differently. And that will give you a different outlook on yourself, right? And so while Gary and I were on vacation, we were staying at this really nice hotel in Porto, and we had gone out to dinner and we were just relaxing. And we said, you know, let's just go down to the lobby and just have a, a little nightcap. So we were sitting in the lobby. And to my surprise, it was like 9 p.m. This ensemble came into the lobby. It was a jazz group. And they started performing. And it was a trio. And they, were, they looked pretty young. The vocalist looked like she couldn't have been more than like 18 years old. And 
as they were performing, I kind of found myself get swept up in my imagination and my memory. And I was thinking, my gosh, this girl, the, the entire group was great, but this girl is counting off her own songs, which when I was in the Air Force band um, in a jazz group, I was so intimidated by that. I had sung pop music and, and stuff. And so this was really an intimidating kind of realm for me to be in. I never counted off my songs. I didn't have the confidence to do it. She was counting off her own tunes. She was collaborating with the team. Hey, let's do this tune. Let's do this song or let's stretch this out. She was scatting. Oh my gosh, she was so talented. And I was really in awe of her her confidence, clearly the way she carried herself, the way she communicated. And I, I was loving it. And then she started to sing this song called Honeysuckle Rose. And I was like, blown away. I was transported back to high school when I was in choir. And I remember learning that song, Honeysuckle Rose. And it stuck with me. And I can remember I lived during that time, during my senior year in high school, I lived near a dinner theater and I would always drive past it on the way home from school. It was like right off the exit where I lived. And I passed it many times and I thought to myself one day, I want to work there. I want to do some dinner theater. I want to do some shows. Never set foot in the place, knew nothing about the audition process, what that entailed. I walked into the dinner theater, um, unannounced, unscheduled, and I, I said, hi, I'm Laura, Laura Coyle. I would like to speak with the manager, <laughs> the dinner theater, the owner. I think I asked for the owner. And the owner, to my surprise, was very kind. And he came out into the lobby. And I said, are there any shows that I could be in? I want to be in some shows. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, who are you? What's your background? Where do you live? You know, what inspired you to do this? And he really took the time to um, to chat with me. And he's like, well sing something right now. And I belted out honeysuckle rose. I didn't care who was around me. I didn't even think about what would people think of me? This isn't what people do. I wasn't in my head. I was in my heart. And I sang and I was offered a job right there on the spot. I got paid like $69 a week to be in the musical showboat. And that was my first paid musical gig. And I loved it. It was a wonderful experience. So fast forward, um, maybe three or four years later, I joined the Air Force and I was at my first duty station at Eglin Air Force Base in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And I um, was driving through the town, kind of finding myself. I mean, this was my first time really away from home, you know, and I was looking for a me, right? And I saw a music store. I think they sold pianos. <laughs> so completely random. And I walked into this music store and there's these older gentlemen working there. And I was like, hi, I'm Laura, Laura Coyle. And I'm looking for places to sing. And, um, and they're like, well, what do you sing? And I, I kind of didn't know what I sang. And there I did it again. I belted out Honeysuckle Rose. Not a care in the world. Didn't care who thought it was crazy. Didn't care who was in the room. I just was really courageous. And so I thought about where did I lose that girl? Where did I lose a piece of that, that courage along the way in my life? And sometimes we can lose 
pieces of ourselves along the way, our courage, our confidence, um, a high image that we hold of ourselves and our capacity to to do something, to, in my case, it was to sing and to just go for what I wanted. And oftentimes, we lose a piece of that because of that, that learned voice of criticism. You know, sometimes as we get older, you know, we learn how the world works, and there I go with my air quotes again, and we might get knowledge, we might kind of get smacked around a little bit by life, by circumstances, um, we might be ridiculed by somebody. We might get criticized. And we, over time, internalize that stuff, that baggage. And then slowly but surely, that becomes our truth. But in reality, our truth and the true essence of who we are, in my case, was that girl that had that courage to just go for what she wanted and didn't didn't care. I wasn't hurting anyone. I just had this youthful joy and exuberance and enthusiasm for life. And you know what? We all have that within us. And so as I was listening to this performer singing Honeysuckle Rose, it really transported me back to this time. And I'm really grateful that over the years, even though I lost her for a little bit, I found her again. I found that confidence. I found that enthusiasm for life. I found that tenacity again through personal development and personal growth. Um, And I'm here to tell you that there are some things that you can do if you feel like you've lost a piece of yourself over the years as you've grown older. Um, Maybe it's you've got your head down in your work and you're stuck in the grind and you're in burnout. You know, it's easy to feel kind of squashed and crushed and diminished from time to time when we don't even give ourselves the space to um, listen to our intuition, right? We get so used to pleasing everyone else around us, doing the things that we think we should do or really succumbing to the expectations of what we think others expect of us. Sometimes we set goals and we think we're doing really wonderful things, but they're not even our goals. We look back and we, we go, my gosh, how did I get to this point in my life? How can I find myself again? And so really the journey of personal growth and personal development, I think, is rediscovering ourselves. It's remembering who we are. And who we are, the very nature of us, our, our spiritual DNA is perfect the way it is. We have everything we need already locked up inside of us. And anyone has the capacity to rediscover that. And so I wrote down a few things here that you could start doing to help you reconnect with that person that you truly are, the person that you truly were meant to be. And I mentioned our mental faculties. That was just an example of me leveraging one of my mental faculties, my memory. Sometimes we can use our memory in a way that's not helpful for us. We're looking to the past, looking in the rearview mirror. What did I do wrong? Oh, I'm not going to do that. I made this mistake and this is what happened to me. And so we're looking at memory to kind of hold us back or, or as an excuse for us to not move forward. But this is a healthy way to use your memory and leverage it to help you remember 
Um, hey, what pieces of myself are, are still here? How can I tap into those? I remember the feelings of feeling that confidence and, and feeling enlightened and um, overjoyed and wanting to share the best of myself with other people. And so that feeling helped me tap into it moving forward and into the future. So some of the ways that you can tap into that, that true essence of who you are, is practice daily self-reflection. And it doesn't have to be that you're meditating for hours on end in uh, under a bridge or in a cave, right? You can just spend 10 to 15 minutes first thing in the morning before you get on with your day and just think about, um, you know, what do I want? What what are some of my strengths? And when did I feel the most joyful? What were those feelings? And how can I tap into that today? How can I tap into that just a little bit today? So practicing um, self-reflection and quieting the mind for just a little bit of time. Practicing mindfulness so that you can remember who you are. If I didn't do that, if I didn't practice mindfulness, I wouldn't have been present while I was listening to that that ensemble perform, I wouldn't have had the awareness to stop and pause. Ooh, what, what's that feeling in my heart right now? What am I experiencing? I wouldn't have allowed myself to do it. I would have, my mind would have been somewhere else, right? And that's the beauty. When you practice mindfulness, you can practice it anywhere. You can practice it while you're driving your car. What am I feeling right now? What am I experiencing? What would I rather be feeling right now? What can I tap into right now that would help me feel more joy? Another thing is uh, embracing self-care rituals. And that goes along with putting yourself first, putting your oxygen mask on first before you take care of other people. Because when you take the space and time to care for yourself and practice these mindfulness techniques, whatever they are for you, and I have examples, I'm going to share a link to my book to kind of get you in a rhythm, but you can Google some of these things. Um, Surround yourself with supported people. Fill your mind with positive things that are in alignment with how you want to feel. So listening to podcasts like this, listen to other podcasts that bring you joy that are in alignment with maybe some hobbies that you haven't tapped into for a long time and that you want to get re-embedded with again, right? Um, Challenge your limiting beliefs. And if you feel like you're out of practice, challenge yourself to do things that stretch you out of your comfort zone. Do one thing that makes you a little bit uncomfortable every day. Try new things just for the sake of trying new things. That's going to open up and expand your mind and help you tap in to some of the things that maybe have been dormant within you for a long time. But really, the idea here is is you're, you're not looking outside of yourself for all of these things. You're tapping into yourself and rediscovering what's already there. That's the beauty of this. Um, I want to share with you another way that you can do that. And I'm so excited. This book, Rat Race Reboot, it's Unlock Your Full Potential to Achieve Impossible Goals. This is my latest book. And so if you want to get a sneak peek of this and kind of start to tap into this, if you go to ratracereboot.com, 
And on the right-hand side of the page, you can subscribe. You will get a free chapter of my book immediately sent to your email. And so you can start applying some of these things right now. And then you'll also be aware of some of the freebies that are coming along, the raffles and the excitement that are gonna go around uh, launching this book. It's actually going to um, release on June 15th, but you can start reading chapter one now. And and then after the release date, I am gonna host a 12-week mastermind book club. And we're going to go through this book chapter by chapter, and I'm going to do it for free. We're going to get together once a week so that it's not a book that's lying on your bookshelf. It's actually something, a tool that you can use and take actionable steps toward unlocking what's already inside of you. So if you're as excited about this as me, definitely go to ratracereboot.com. Go on the right-hand side of the page. Um, subscribe and you'll get that sent to you. You'll also get updates of of any um, other things that are happening around the launch of the book. And um, we'll put the the, uh, link in the web notes in the show notes as well too. Um, Also, as always, if you got value out of this episode, which I hope you did, Uh, go to ratracereboot.com or whatever platform you listen to your podcast on and leave us a five-star review. Leave your comments. I read those and we would love to hear from you. But again, thank you for joining us today and every week. Share this episode with other people you think it would benefit. And remember, everything is created twice, first in your imagination and then in physical form. See you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.